Hey guys and gals, I am so excited because I have a great episode for you today and I think it's going to go a long way for helping you with your mindset because we're going to be talking about mindset and affirmations and how godly affirmations can change your mindset, old limiting beliefs and doubts and bad thinking and thought patterns. So I'm excited. Hope you'll grab your pen. But before we do that, as we start the new year, I have got some big goals and plans for where we're heading in this space and in my service to you. Hey, friends, welcome to the Productivity and Proverbs 31 podcast. I'm Kathy Lanham, your host, your mentor across the airways, if you will. I'm a mom of five, former teacher and top 2% company leader, Now I'm a coach, a podcaster, and a business strategist. Stick around if you're a Christian mom with some big dreams, messy bun, and sweatpants. You might feel all the guilt, but you refuse to be a Pinterest perfect mom. You live in your car and reheated coffee is a staple. If chaos is usually rampant and you'd like some practical tips on how to grow a business, grow in your faith, and get some control with an occasional date night thrown in as a bonus, hang around. Because as we grab these few minutes together, I want to help you keep growing in your faith, build a business that lines up with your God-given gifts and talents, and make memories of a life you love. So reheat that coffee, and let's get started. First, I would love to grow our reach and our impact over here from behind the microphone. So to do that, I have a favor to ask of you. If you've been blessed by the podcast or maybe even a particular episode, would you consider taking a screenshot of that episode and share it on your social channels or even message it to a couple of friends? Invite somebody into the Facebook community. However you would like to do it, I would love for you to just take a screenshot, post it, and then tag me. And if you want to just go ahead and hit pause and do that right now, that'd be cool. All right, and then second, we are getting ever closer to finishing up a really big project, and I want you to be a part of it. I am so excited. I can't even hardly stand it. But the things that the Lord is doing are just amazing. And I can't wait for you to join me. So if you just hang on to the end and I'll make the big announcement and give you some details on that. Okay, so I have a question that may be dating myself, but of course, I'm always dating myself over here. Have you seen the movie The Help? Or maybe if you have you read the book, if you have since I've already said I'm going to be talking about mindset and affirmations, you probably know the scene I'm going to reference. It's kind of a poignant and powerful one. And it's in the time where the house help, Abilene, she tells her little charge, May, May Mobley, you is kind, you is smart, you is important. And before that, she had, she said, I got to wondering what would happen if I told her something good every day? If I told her she's something good every day, that just kind of illustrates the power of an affirmation. And I know that was Hollywood. However, there's very clear neurological or neuroscience backing for what we're going to be talking about today. But not only is there neuroscience behind it, don't I sound like Amy Farrah Fowler from Big Bang, but changing your mindset, focusing on truth. When we do that, then it's also biblical because that's exactly what we're told to do in the New Testament. Okay, so now if you just Google affirmations, you're going to get everything under the sun. You're going to get intentions. You're going to get manifestations. You're going to get lots of lists with all types of things to affirm. But here is my super huge caution in this. Tread carefully. Proceed 
carefully. Never, as Christians, are we just to walk the way as the world walks. We don't get to sprinkle a little bit of whatever philosophy or New Age movement or piece of truth strikes our fancy. We are to be students of the Word, and we're to focus on the truth that is in the Word. So that is huge. That makes such a difference in how we approach this little lesson here that we're going to talk about today. But before we go any further, I just want to tell you what we're going to do today. I'm going to give you a definition of our biblical affirmations. We're going to discuss how you determine your affirmations. And then very practically, number three, I'm going to give you some concrete steps to write out your own affirmations and then affirmations that you can speak and pray over your kids. And when you're clear on your purpose and you're not walking around in confusion about your spiritual gifts, if you have them and what they are, then your affirmations line up with that and enable you to have a larger, more global reach. And you're going to change your mindset by renewing your mind daily. All right, so number one, definition. There is a difference between intentions and affirmations. An intention is about creating a mindset shift that you're linking to something that's going to happen into the future. An intention is an idea that you're going to plan or intend to carry out. If you mean something, it's an intention. Your goal, purpose, or aim is your intention. On the other hand, affirmations are based in the right now. It's a truth within the present moment. So our intentions look forward. Our affirmations are right now present. And then biblical affirmations or Christian affirmations are statements that are featured in scripture that we can memorize, that we can repeat to ourselves, that we can share with others. We can think on daily. It is putting on the full armor of God. And the goal behind this is that as you discover and you learn more about biblical truths, then that begins to transform the way you act, the way you think, the way you behave, your hearts, your minds, your mindset, all of that couples together to make us more look more like Jesus, which is the whole thing, right? We want to be more like Christ. And a key point here is that it's not us that does the transforming. Let's never get confused about that. We are the creation. He is the creator. God is the one that does the transforming. And so in Romans 12 2, this is what I referenced earlier. We're told to not do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind that by testing, you may discern what is the good, acceptable and perfect will of God. It's not we that does the work, okay? We we don't do it. It's God that does it. It's not transform yourself. It's be transformed. When we surrender this whole process to God and we allow the truth of the Bible to do its work, that renews our hearts and our minds and that goes light years toward freeing us from anxiety, fear, limiting beliefs, doubts, lies, negative thoughts, and all of that mess that goes along with that. And I like to say all of that mess that's Satan's playground that he likes to bind us up because if we're feeling ineffectual, if we're feeling useless, if we're feeling less than, if we're feeling like we don't compare to then we're never going to step into the greatness that God has, good works that he has for us to do. All right, now this is not manufacturing positivity. We're not conjuring up, we're not trying to manufacture, we're not trying to conjure up or manufacture some positivity. We're going to be stepping into truth and love and becoming more like Jesus. Okay, so what does this look like practically? I've already plowed this row, I think, a couple of times. What we're going to be doing is speaking truth into ourselves, and we're going to believe the promises that God has laid out for us. Okay, so number two, how do we do this? How do we figure it out? 
Well, first of all, maybe you have dabbled in this before. Maybe you have, maybe you do affirmations. Maybe you've written some out. So the first thing that you want to look at is, is it me-centered or are these God-centered? To just say, I am strong, I am brave, I am confident, I am, I am, I am. Those are fine things to say, but did you hear the I and the am? I am, well, the only great I am is God. So we want to affirm the fact that we are, are these things because of what God has done before us. So when I first began this practice way before it became a buzzword and about the time I was doing my one word exercise for the year, my one word for the year exercise and just P.S. That's episode 34 in case you missed it. If you wonder what, how to make a one word episode 34. But when I would write out my affirmations, it was all about me and trying to achieve the goals that I wanted. They were I am statements that just reflected who I wanted to be, but they didn't have any power because it was just what I had written down and what I wanted. But when we're speaking God's truth over ourselves with a scripture, that ladies and gentlemen is a game changer. That's where the renewing of our hearts and minds begin. And that's where the fiery darts of the enemy in, <laughs> and that's where the fiery darts of the enemy begin to be extinguished. So for example, using a Christian affirmation for anxiety, fear, and worry, that's just one way to bring our thoughts into agreement with God's thoughts of love and kindness toward us. When we believe the biblical truth, it becomes the foundation that we start from instead of waking up fretting from a place of our own anxious thoughts and our own stuff we got going on in our heads. When we read and repeat our affirmations that are based on Bible verses, then we start to work these truths into our hearts until they become a part of us. And having godly affirmations to combat self-limiting beliefs or lies that you've heard in your past is amazing. Use a sports analogy. This is like having a great offense in our daily struggles. We're not just always on the defensive after we fall down, after we fail, we pull ourselves by up by our bootstraps. We figure out that we're in this old habit and that's not good for us. No, 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 no. This is taking the game. This is taking the offensive, starting the day strong in power and truth, claiming God's word to your heart and your mind. And we have to do that because the Bible tells us that our hearts are deceitful and desperately wicked. And they'll always lead us astray if we do what we want or what we feel. All right. So how do we figure out where we need affirmations. Here's where I want you to grab your pen and paper because we're going to make a couple of lists. So this is our practical, practical, tactical. This is our concrete. Number three, get out your piece of paper, journal, notepad, pull up an app on your phone, however you want to do it. But we're going to have three columns. On the first one, I want you to write strengths to grow. Okay, so in that first column, strengths to grow. In the second column, middle column, write weaknesses to cover. That's not hiding them. We're going to make them better. We're going to work on them. And then, and then the third column, now this one's optional. You can do, you can jot down your goals here or what do you want to see happen differently in your life? Not just for the beginning of the year, but what do you want to see changed about yourself? It can also be where are your limiting beliefs so you might need to reheat your coffee for this one. So give it, give it a little bit of thought. Maybe also, these are just questions. It's not like a huge column, but where do you need to see some breakthrough or balance? 
And then the fourth one I would say in that third column would be what areas of your, of your life do you have a scarcity mindset instead of abundance? Because our God owns a cattle on a thousand hills. He is the alpha and omega. He's the ruler and creator of the universe. And there is not a thing he cannot do. And here's just an in, my gentle instruction, because I think I've addressed this a couple of times. If currently you're speaking things into the universe, that's fine, but ineffectual. Why don't you speak to the God who created the universe? We're the creation. He's the creator, and he longs to have a relationship with us. All right, so with our concrete actions, action steps, here's what we're going to do. Columns then. I want you to take some time to think about this. You can choose more or less, but I want you to write out, just do a brain dump, list out all of those things, all of your strengths, all of your weaknesses, and then the answers to those four questions that I just gave you. What do you want to see happen differently in your life? Number two, where are your limiting beliefs? Number three, where do you want or need to see breakthrough or balance in your life? And number four, in what areas of your life do you have a scarcity mindset instead of an abundance? So when we do that, then what I want you to do is take, take, look over that and choose the three or five that are most important to you. You're free to choose as many as you want, and especially if they're very similar and can be woven together in a paragraph. But what you don't want to do is have a list of 25 or 30 affirmations that takes you so long to read through it and to repeat that you never get through it, or you do it for a day or two with great gusto, and then you give it up. So we're going to highlight the areas that you want to grow and become better. And now, then, you're going to go to the Word. You're going to pray, and you're going to ask the Lord. Of course, praying over this would have been a great thing to do first. Lord, show me. Holy Spirit, show me my strengths. Show me my weaknesses. Show me where you want change. And then ask the Lord to show you verses or a promise about what He wants for your life so that you're speaking His truth over who you are. Holy Spirit, give me wisdom. And then you can use a good concordance. A lot of times in the back of your Bibles, there will be a concordance for verses and topics. You can use Google and you're going to Google scriptures for, and then you fill in the blank, scriptures for success, scripture for growth, scriptures for fear, scriptures for doubt. You got the idea. All right, let's say in my columns that I put as a strength that I love people. I have good business ideas. I'm good at research. I'm a speaker and I love hospitality. That would be in my column one. And two is my comparison, my competition, my fear, overachieving, overanalysis. I have self-doubt about my abilities and I get depressed because of some of that. Then if I look up my verses low if i let's say that we have low self-worth and we're looking for low self-esteem self-doubt then psalm 139 14 says i'm fearfully and wonderfully made psalm 103 the lord is compassionate and gracious slow to anger abounding in love he does not treat us as our sins deserve um or repay us according to our sins as far as the east is from the west so far has he removed our transgressions Let's say that I have good business ideas and I want an idea on that. Then I could look up Proverbs 31, 13. That's a really good one. Number uh, three, let's say that I'm good at research and analysis, but I get analysis paralysis. Well, I can claim James 1, 5. If any man lacks wisdom, let him ask. If I fear abilities are moving forward, Jeremiah 29, 11 says, For I know the plans that I have for you, plans to prosper you and not to harm you. Or James 1, 5 again. See, this is where things can overlap, where if any man lacks wisdom, let him ask. So 
if I write out my affirmations, here's what it would look like. I could write, I am brave, I am capable, I am strong, I am loving, I'm kind, I'm smart, I'm able. Just a group of little sentences just like that. Or I could change that up just with a little tweak of my verbiage. I am loved with an everlasting love and nothing I do can separate me from God's love. He has a plan for me to prosper. I am brave and fearless because God has not given me a spirit of fear, but of love, power, and a strong mind. And because of my sound mind, I'm capable, able, smart, and a strong businesswoman. I can follow the Proverbs 31 woman because it's given to us as a template. I am focused and wise because God promises me wisdom if I ask. So that's just a little tip, just a little hint. But I hope that you're seeing that when we couple our affirmations as with God's promises and his truth, that makes it that much more powerful. And that's the ability for the Holy Spirit to begin to transform our heart and our minds because we never change ourselves. Let me just repeat that again. God does that work in us. But we're told to take every thought captive to the obedience of Christ. We're to stand firm as we fight the good fight that we are to be transferring, transformed by the renewing of our minds. So Christian affirmations are just a great way to do that. And okay, so now, do, 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 drum roll please, for my announcement. I have been working so hard in the background and in the backstory here on two different courses in order to answer some of the questions and feedback I get in my Instagram inbox, in emails, and my Facebook group in conversations with my with my coaching clients. And the first, ta-da, is a five-day Bible study on the basics of faith. Now, this is good for anyone. I have written this to be applicable by the Lord's grace for anyone, folks who've never touched a Bible but are curious to those who are diligent seekers in the Word and just would like to have a different study. And I promise this will get you started off for a new year, just in the right path. Or if you're hearing this in July, it's going to start you off with a good solid path for wherever you are. And then the second course, ta-da, ta-da, is where this all started. This is a little longer course, and this is a great study for any entrepreneur, as well as moms, who are looking to grow their faith, their character, and their productivity. If you're in a new business or new to business, looking to start a business, or want some control in your chaos, then I would love for you to join me as we look at the whole of Proverbs 31. So watch my Instagram feed, keep listening to the podcast, or check in our Facebook community for details and updates. And of course, it'll be on my website, kathylanham.com. And I just wanted to issue you an invitation. If you have not yet joined us over in our Facebook community, please come be a part of the family. By ministering to each other, praying for each other, asking questions, and getting to know one another, that's how we'll grow the community and that's how we'll expand our reach and expand our outreach and of course expand the ministry. So whew, girls, that's enough for today. So now go be a blessing to others. And when you're blessing to others, you can't help but be blessed yourself. Until next time, it's Kathy. Hey guys, real quick, I hope this episode was a blessing to you and that you learned a nugget of truth, got a laugh, or had something that you can share. It would be such a blessing to me if you would go over to iTunes and leave me both a starred and a written review. I would love to be able to read some of those reviews online and that pours into my ministry and my work so much. In addition, if you want some of our free things, that's found over at kathylanham.com. I'd love to connect on social media. DM me at, at kathylanham. That's my handle over on Instagram. So until next time, 
you'll be a blessing to others because when you're a blessing to others, you can't help but be blessed yourself. Take care. Thank you.